Welcome or welcome back to Dear Sisters Podcast after two weeks off. We are back. Feels good. We are back outside as well. So if you hear some of the calming noises that we're listening to, I hope you enjoy it. I'm really enjoying it, actually. This is we're sitting this is what I needed for the end of the week. It's a very relaxing, I don't know, just a relaxing, calm night. Mm-hmm. Just got to make sure you're... Uh, no, keeping I know, your, I know. Keeping your voice up and keeping your mic toward the mouth. <laughs> keeping your mouth on it. Ayo. We are sitting poolside with a glass of vino here to record the pod. Let's jump right into it. Gabby, how were your two weeks off? Two week, well, two weeks off from the pod, not yes. two weeks off from life, life. and work. Yeah. Um, a lot went pretty on good. these past few weeks. Yes, yes. And I think I think it was one week off from work, and then we were just traveling back mm-hmm. the second week, so it was just like... It was weird because we went away Thursday to Thursday, so it was like, technic- yeah. it was like two weeks of... Like, it, our trip spanned into two weeks, but it was a one-week trip, and then like two like half weeks yeah and i think like when i got back from the trip i was like full on i had three more days of like i had three days of work so it was just like super super busy i usually when i go on vacation like we're usually when i book a vacation i like to travel back one day and then take the next day off just to kind of like relax yeah and i didn't do that so yeah i've been nonstop since yeah we've both been nonstop. so yeah we took two weeks off from the podcast but we've been home for the last week but nonstop. yeah bahamas was was literally everything we needed i feel like yeah one of the one of our responses we got this week yeah i guess was about the bahamas so we'll talk more in depth about the trip later but it was a blast vacation i feel like everything we're doing right now we're appreciating a thousand times more because of covid yeah i'm just like that's how i felt about bahamas i'm just not trying to stop like (laughs) i'm not trying to stop I'm not trying to stop. No, um, I'm not. Like you're trying to live it up. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not trying. You're not. You're not trying to stop. <laughs> you're <laughs> not. It doesn't sound natural. <laughs> it doesn't sound natural, but it's the truth. <laughs> you're not trying to stop. We're living our life. <laughs> no, basically, I mean, I think I said this in last episode, in previous episodes, but I am just. I'm any opportunity that gets thrown at me, I'm taking it. We're making up for lost 100%. time out here. Yeah, I'm not trying to stop. <laughs> that just did not sound that's natural. That's gonna be so the. I kept it, I'm that's like, gonna wait. be the um, title. <laughs> the title. We're not trying to stop. Not trying to stop. After stopping for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant not trying to stop vacay mode or just like opportunities that even if it's like a weekend thing or like a day trip. I don't know anything that like it requires hard, an adventure. It's hard to say I'm no going. to things right now. Yeah. No, I'm not saying no to things. So I'm gonna make it work. Yeah. Even if I'm stressed, like in my work week. That's fine because my body is just like oh, say no. Oh wait, can we talk about that for a second? Because mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> say dying. No, please stop, stop. My mind's <laughs> telling me no. <laughs> but my, my body actually it's the opposite for me. My mind's telling me yes. <laughs> but my body, no, um, my body's telling me no. I get married in one month, and you would think that I'm just on a free for all, like no working out here. No oh, my consciousness dress fits of me. eating. Like, my dress is tight. Yeah, and, and my, I just had a funnel mine cake. Mine is too. Wait, my dress is tight and I just had. <laughs> I said mine is too and like. 
Mine was I told Nana. I told year. her not to make it fit you perfectly. God forbid. So it fits, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I had to squeeze She's some snug. areas for her to She's zip snug. it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm snug. She was snug on the butt anyway when you tried it on last year. That's yeah, that's a fact. No, it it does fit. It's actually perfect, but um. I just For those of you that don't know, the dress was made by our grandmother. Yes. So when yes. we're saying it like it was fit perfectly, it's because it was literally made for Gabby's. It body. was literally fit like a glove last, last year. year. And so we tried this year to it was like a lot of pressure for me because we tried I'm to like, convince okay. her to leave a little bit of room and she's like, No. Yeah, exactly. So it's I like die? one year from now I had to be the exact same. Um and that's just not fair because like we quarantined, um, just a lot of shit happened. So I tried it on a couple of days ago and it did fit. It was just a little tight in like certain areas than others. Yeah. Like other areas, it was like fine, almost loose actually in more areas. But then some areas I I'm tried like, oh, mine shit. on a couple of weeks ago. Armholes were a little snug. Yeah. It was just a little tight, a little tight for me. Yeah. Um, but didn't stop me from eating a funnel cake, two stuffed Oreos, and some ice cream tonight, <laughs> yeah, tonight at Trucks on the Tracks. So it's like, so yeah, you would, think, you would think that's like one, oh, one month. Before the wedding, like Wed shred. wedding shredding, not happening. Not mm-hmm. here. Goodbye. Somewhere else. Some other bride because it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> also, to like, I just Max is like, what are they doing out there? Here he comes. Oh, here he comes. Here comes Max. Yep. And oh, he's looking out the he's window. He's just watching. Oh, the door slides open. What's up? <laughs> Did we scare you? Podcasting. Want to be? Want to come say hi? Oh, it's okay. <laughs> exactly. We're very professional. Shut the What'd door. What'd you say? Get out. I'm sorry. Max says he's sorry for interrupting the pod. Um, <laughs> he acts like we're like... <laughs> he's like, I'm All sorry six the of you. He's, he's apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that's just funny. Um, I... <laughs> mosquitoes. I, um... Sorry. Just got eaten. Um, No, I agree that I'm, like, trying to be nonstop. And Max just grabbed himself an entire bottle of red wine, a glass, and he's going downstairs. He literally is drinking. Love that for He him. does that every night. Sorry. Um, I also want to be nonstop, but... Wait, what do you mean nonstop? Like, saying yes to everything. Oh. Because it's fun, and we haven't done it in a year, but, like, I am physically exhausted. Oh, okay, so that's a good point. So I think our non-stops are very different and our saying yes to things are very different so <laughs> yes. when i say yes to things like that could be like a day or a weekend thing and that doesn't mean like getting blackout <laughs> and just eating a shit ton of like awful awful food i mean right. Come possibly at me a little maybe no no i don't Come know if that's the case but i'm no it is i don't the know case. if that's the case i'm just saying you're, you're saying you don't feel well so i'm no, assuming I don't. that's why i am feeling tired well okay here's let me give you a couple examples also, or a couple you reasonings. do things and then you come back and you work like insane. That's the thing. I mean, I work insane too, but like I work a nine to five. So like I'm done at five. You're going into like 10 or 11. If, right. If you do here's my, box, here's like my you're issue. Until three. Here's my issue. There's two things. We went on vacation. We came back on Thursday. No, we came back on Wednesday. Thursday, I had like a full day of tanning. Friday, I worked at Stone Fox. Saturday, I filmed a wedding. Sunday was Sunday. I think I did something. Oh, Sunday was the staff party. Blacked out. <laughs> Monday, hung over to no end. I was so viscerally hung over. And then, that was Monday. Tuesday. She went to New York. 
I went to, holy shit, I went to New York. <laughs> like you were so and then over I came on Monday, back Wednesday. Like your body was probably begging you to take another day My off. My body's like, been begging me to gone. take a day off since we came back to New York. the Bahamas and I just right. did not take a day off. Right. So that's like one end of it. The other end of it is that like, I have friends again. I like going out and having fun. Yeah, that's where I'm kind of living back for from, you. I came back from New York last night. You know what I did? I came what? home, put some jeans on. And, you went and I went home. to Stone Fox. Exactly. And that was what? A Wednesday night. So yeah, I'm, I just I'm had here a few, for it. I just I'm, had a few I'm cocktails. Actually, I mean, if you listen to I didn't to black first, out. If you listen to the first, what, two or three episodes, Julia was in a different place when it came to the friend zone area. <laughs> and now she's out here living. And if I'm anything, so she took fun. the advice that we talked about and she... Plugged that bitch in. Went for it. So... We're, you know what? It's worth it. It's it worth is my body. I just need to start treating feeling. my body a little bit better. Yeah. I need to be eating better. I I can say I'm not going to drink as much, but that's not going to be true. So I'm not going to say it. So I'd be <laughs> lying. But I I need to be eating better. I need to start working out again. I just have not Honestly, had the motivation to work out. Honestly, I think if you just like work out every day or like a couple days, me. then go for a walk. Yeah, I go gotta walk start places. like walking. Like, that's but then fine. also like my work days are so long. Like my schedule tomorrow. 20 minutes though 30 minutes 30 minutes I know like tomorrow I'm gonna have like if I want to work out tomorrow I'm literally gonna have to get up at like eight o'clock and do it because tomorrow I have tans from 10 to 11 30 I come back I have a shit ton of freelance work to do and then I have stone fox at six so you're telling me from 11 30 to six there is not a half hour in between that you won't be sitting on your goddamn phone no there's exactly. definitely a so half hour in between and sit on your phone and walk on the treadmill, like there is. Yeah, maybe 30 I'll do it. Maybe I'll do it right after my eleven o'clock then. Okay. All right. So glad we got that out of the way. Right. We need to carve out time for ourselves, and I need to carve out time to exercise. It's discipline. It's discipline. It's not motivation. Remember my quote. Right. We did motivation talk about is this. optional. Discipline is talk, necessary. It's discipline. We talked about this. It's discipline. At this exactly. point. At this point, yeah. At this point, like I'm listening to my body a little too much. <laughs> I'm like, I also started drinking liquid IV. Love that shit. What's that? It's like a packet of powder that's equal to like three bottles of water. Huh. Okay. It, and it doesn't taste too bad. To and it's that. just some extra hydration. It's great. Anyway. Um, yeah, that's what we're up to. Should we get right into these little questions? We did another yes. Sans Topic episode today. Just but because I think we're we, going to bring back a topic next week. Yeah, we'll week. bring back the topic, but we haven't been on in the last couple of weeks, so it just felt necessary just to, to make it like to a whatever make it like a chatty, episode. Yeah, yeah. chatty. I'm also really excited for, I was thinking about today, um, after your wedding, like a deep dive mm-hmm. wedding planning one. I feel like Should that's Should I give an update really on fun. wedding planning? Yeah, let's give an update. We're really close. We're, yesterday was one month. Yeah, and um, I think I'm to the point where I think I told everyone on the podcast that I'm, I received RCPs with no names. Yes. So now we're to the yes. point I'm trying to figure out who those people are. There's about four five cards which would equal like 10 people um potentially and now it's like an investigating game it's like did you send right. your and rsvp like if process not of elimination let me know what you're having have everything yet right it's to like eliminate if you sent your rsvp great did you put your name on it and if if you didn't let me know what you're having because i'm just gonna have you looked at the back of any of them to see if people wrote you little notes like we told yes, them to and on the, the podcast people that, yes uh, two people did i know one person who did she told me but uh-huh yeah, Thanks, so that guys. was cute. But I'm actually really just focused on the people who didn't write their name on it, didn't write their return address, and said accepted with two chicken, two filet. It's like, well, gotta figure. <laughs> well, where out where do you those are. go? Because yeah. all the people that I texted thinking it was them, they're like, oh, we just forgot to send it. Sorry, we'll have two chicken. And I'm like, great. Who are like, 
thank you, but not what I like. Right. Was hoping you were the one who didn't put your name on it. So well, maybe once you go through and text all the people, like it'll just even out. Yeah. If anyone who if anyone's listening to this who's getting married soon, like please text me about this because I have a lot of ways or I have a lot of, a lot of things I would have done differently in this department. Like what? Um. Like what? Um. Well, I had an Excel sheet with everyone's names, and mm-hmm. if I just took every RSVP card and put the number on the back of the RSVP RSVP card, and then when they came back. What I didn't mean the number like so if you have your Excel sheet yeah right and there's it's numbered every person oh. it has a number right on the, on the left side that then you smart. would yeah and then you would number each RSVP card you know why that wouldn't have worked no it would work you know why it wouldn't have worked why because you stuffed all the envelopes before I even wrote the addresses on it oh no I'm saying if we if we thought about this right. like we would have way beforehand through, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah I saw this on TikTok and I'm like that's really damn are you smart. fucking kidding because I got so many. So, anyways, yeah, that's just me ranting about this little frustration. And I get it because whatever shit happens, you forget. But now I'm left here with, like, so many blank ones that I have to figure out who these people are. Yeah. But other than that, um, we have our final meetings, and that's really exciting. Just, like, meeting with our DJ, figuring mm-hmm. out what music we want, meeting with Yeah, can we talk about music playlist? I'm letting Walter handle that completely. God damn it. What do you mean? It's not going to be any white girl music on it. Like, there's not going to be any basic bitch music on it. So how about you send him a list? He, the, He's our, not going to put Julia, my music no, he, on he probably list. would because our DJ asked for, like, I need, like, of, one like, Olivia Rodrigo song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, need, totally, totally. I, mean, I need some, like... I mean, yeah, fine. But, like... <laughs> yeah. If McLean's listening, I need Mosh Pit by Miles. <laughs> give him a couple songs, artists, and we'll give it to okay. the DJ. Okay. But... Yeah, so I let him be fully in charge of the DJ because he loves to dance and he loves music. So. No, he has a great taste in music. It's going to be very fun. Right, right. I'm and just then, thinking of like my pop jams that I want to hear at the wedding and yeah. I'm nervous. And then just little things that's like the breakfast the next day and mm-hmm. whatever. All that. So that's coming up. I'm really excited. I can't wait to keep up updating everyone on the adventure. Yeah, and then we'll do a really big deep dive. We'll ask you guys for questions about wedding planning. We'll see who's thinking about it it's fun to see what people are up to via our questions um (laughs) but yeah i think it's going well yeah i think the big the biggest thing next is seating charts and i cannot wait because you're like very excited i'm so excited because i usually so no i have so many people coming to this wedding yeah and i feel like there's a lot of people with beef with each other and it's like (laughs) okay who where do we put this person oh we can't put them next to them and not even actual beef no not even actual beef but it's like what would Susie and ashley fucking say to each other do you know what i mean it's like why would we right. put them at the same table right like, that's a, well, like, i feel like I, that's what ends up happening with a lot of weddings is like Susie <laughs> ends up being the oddball out of like her friend group <laughs> ashley ends up being the oddball out of do like you know why mom's side this? and then like Susie and ashley sit together and they've probably said six words to each other exactly their life. i think i just love looking like analyzing dynamics between certain people and personalities yeah. and i'm like oh this is gonna be so fun so yeah i mean there's actually no crazy drama it's just for me it's kind of like a fun mind game to figure out and like really seat people to where they'd have a good time you know i don't want to put them right. with, with people that they wouldn't ever get along with or talk to or right. i don't like, know but then again i think about the weddings that i've been to and it's like you bar- you say a couple words and that's yeah it. you know like yeah whatever but yeah, so that's where we're at, and 
I don't know. It's going to be so much fun. It's happening. So. Finally happening. Can you believe it? Yes, I can. I can <laughs> believe it. <laughs> you know what I thought about today? What? Have you opened any letters? No. You got to open them. There was definitely one for like the bachelorette, the bridal shower. All right. I'll do that tonight. So Christmas 2019. Let's send it way back. Pre-quarantine. 2020 was supposed to be like the best year of our lives. Oh regular God, the 20, best year of my life. Regular sure. 2020 was supposed to be Quinn being born, which obviously happened. Max gradu- graduating high school, me moving to New York City, and Gabby getting married all in one calendar year. And I was like, it's going to be such a great year, blah, blah, blah. So for one of Gabby's Christmas gifts, I wrote letters to open on each like milestone of 2020. This was a really, really great gift. And she was so thoughtful. Even I literally got through like... Well, obviously, I got through like to March, January, February, March. Yeah, yeah. and and for Valentine's Day, you, I you, got her a gift you card. She got me a fucking Remley's gift card. Hit it out of the park with that one. <laughs> so I can't even imagine what the rest. I don't were. know. I don't know how many and more gifts what a were shame. in them. But COVID, Miss COVID came through and fucked literally, up the like gift. she couldn't open any of them. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm curious. I don't even remember what I wrote. I don't even remember if there's more gifts in one of them. I think there is one gift in one that's really funny. Um. I'm, oh my god! I'm gonna open them tonight as soon as I get home. Because I just feel like knowing that there was COVID, now it's like, wow! Little did she know. Did I know? Like so naive. Um, <laughs> so naive. <laughs> Not really. Like COVID was so unpredictable. <laughs> we were all so naive. <laughs> um, anyway, so, so what are some of the okay? Yeah, some let's of our go questions. Look at these responses or topics. So okay, we got two responses asking to talk about the trip to the Bahamas. Oh, I want to know. I wish I could know, like, what exactly they were looking for within this trip, like, just in general. Yeah, one person said Bahamas, and one person said your trip in the Bahamas. I said, what do you want to hear about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What do you want? Well, you know what? Now, I think that's easier for us to, like, speculate more because we've been there, and we we know true, the drill. True, Whereas, like, if you've never been there, you don't really even understand. True. Like, for us, we've been there so many times. And it's the same thing every single day, every single night, right? So yeah. it's like... Let me give you like four four pillars of the trip. Wake up. <laughs> pool. No, breakfast. Okay, wake up. If breakfast, you're not hungover. Pool, dinner, casino. Yes. And you can just assume that there's alcohol involved in basically every pillar, including waking up because you're still drunk from the night before. Uh, I mean, for me, breakfast, mm. I was not drinking at breakfast, but I would be drinking at the pool, which was right after breakfast. Right, right, right. So, yeah, that's actually a good way to explain it. Every single day, you every, do those every things. Every day was the same. Yep, you do those things, and you're on the resort. Yep. Literally, so cl- everything is so close to one another. So, it's just... And there might be a little variation in, like, where you go to dinner. Yeah, yeah, Where you go to breakfast. How good I'm feeling that night. Right. Some people made it to breakfast. Some people <laughs> slept through it. Like... It just depends. But yeah, it really it is dependent. just like paradise on earth. Like quite literally, it's called Paradise Island. Like it is just so fun. We've been going there since we were young. Like it is. I remember so going there every year from like fun. let's call it sixth grade to junior year. I high do school. think. Can I just say though? And it's, it's like, amazing. I mean, you said you said you could have stayed there for like another three days. I I don't think I could have. I could have mentally. I don't think I could have physically. My body yeah. was done. I think just because it's so repetitive. It's so amazing, mm-hmm. but it's like it does get but very, you know very repetitive after like three or four days. Y- you've done your time. You know what I was thinking though? Like this trip, literally, we would go we and you lose a lot pool. of money at the casino. Yeah, most we'd likely. be at the pool, we'd go to dinner, and then we'd go to the casino for like the entire night. We'd go into the bar at the casino and drink, and then we'd go out of the bar and gamble, and then we'd go back in and drink more, and then go gamble more, whatever. What did we do when we were underage? 
I know we drank. Like we figured out a way to drink. You figured out. You figured out a way to get alcohol, and you just spent time in the casino. Because no, we didn't. I never. When I was younger, I I never spent time in the casino. I got myself into the bars. So if any, okay, so basically, I'm not talking about like not like recent years, younger. No, not when we were. I'm thinking of like when I was in high school. I'm thinking of like, yeah, but like freshman year when we were like 14. What did we do? You drink out of the freaking mini, um, mini, no, the fucking mini fridge. Yeah, the mini fridge. The mini. They didn't have fridge. that because of COVID this year. True. They don't have anything in the mini fridge because of COVID. I think when we were younger, we spent more time on like the water slides and the lazy yeah, river yeah, yeah. and like. Um, all of can that I tell jazz. a quick story about the Bahamas? Sure, please. So Walter and I went down with everyone, and we left a day early. Yes. And yeah, every night was. I mean, every day and every night was the same like schedule that Julia was talking about. Um, also, I don't know if that sounded like I was complaining about it. It was like the best trip ever. Best trip ever, but it's that's just, just like, like literally what the trip is. Exactly, like you do that's the, same the thing itinerary every day. every day. Yeah, but um, the last day came, I had and I had nothing packed, so we came back from dinner, and of course everyone's going to the casino, and mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna get in bed, rest, pack. I'm not gonna go to the casino tonight because I know if I go to the casino, I'm gonna go to the bar. Oh my god, and this I'm gonna is say, so yeah, funny. Whatever. So Walter's like, yeah, I'm gonna go for a couple hours mm-hmm. and then I'll be back up to also pack and whatever. So I'm like, that's fine. I'm and in Gabby bed at stays, eleven. Gabby stays in the room. He says he's gonna come back around like one o'clock. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fine. So we're in the casino. I literally wake up at four a.m. He's not in the fucking room, and I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. I text my sister. I'm like, where the fuck is he? Like, not just. I'm mostly concerned because his shit's everywhere in the room and we have to leave in two hours. Like, I'm not concerned for any other reason. from Walter's side? And, huh? Can I give you our point of view from the casino? <laughs> it, Gabby, it was so funny. So, this is four o'clock in the morning that I wake up and yeah. I didn't get text from Julia until like 5 a.m. No, so we literally were in the casino, whatever. I was playing roulette. I was losing money. Nikki and Sam were playing, whatever. Walter's watching, he's walking around, and then Nikki goes to the bathroom, everyone else goes upstairs, pretty much everybody goes upstairs, Nikki and Walter go to the bathroom, I'm waiting at the roulette table for them to come back, because I'm like, Nikki, we're going upstairs, Nikki was gambling, she loved it, she loved the casino, we had so much fun, but it was late, it was like three in the morning and I was tired. Like four? No, this at this point okay. it was three, and I didn't want Nikki down at the casino by herself. So she comes out of the bathroom, I'm like, Nikki, we're going upstairs, she's like, oh, just one more, I'm like, no, Nikki, we're going upstairs, like, we're not gambling anymore. So I'm like dragging her out of the casino and then Walter walks up to us. I'm like, why are you still down here? Like you're leaving so soon. He's like, I know I got to go upstairs. Oh yeah. Meanwhile, I, I, there's a bunch, I have a bunch of texts of him being like, I'm up so much. And he's like, shit, I'm down. And he's like, I'm up so much. So he was up at this point. He's like, I got to go upstairs, but like, I just want to play one more hand. I just want to play one more hand. So addicting. I'm like, Walter, you literally leave in like four hours. And then he's like, "Ah, I'm just going to, I'm just going to play one more. And I'm like, we're going upstairs. Nikki's like, wait. And I'm like, no, we're going upstairs. So Nikki and I go upstairs. We're whatever. Nikki's trying to get me to take her back downstairs. She was so funny. But we leave Walter in the casino. I go to bed. I wake up at probably 8.30 to a text at 5.15. Yeah, I, 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 exactly. I texted her. A co- I, I don't know if I texted her a couple times. Anyways, I woke up at 4. I was up until like I wake up to a text at 5.15. I thought he's like, have you seen Walter? Somewhere. Or is Walter still in the casino? I was like, this motherfucker stayed up till 5.30 gambling yeah he i can't believe he made it to the airport was he hurting it's like every like you couldn't have done that any other night it's like you couldn't have been <laughs> out until 5 30 any other night he looked at no. me at the casino you at one choose point and to was do like, that the night before we leave at 7 he looked at me he looked at me at the casino at one point he was like i might just pull i might just call it pull it all nighter 
stay down here all night till we leave. I'm like, Walter, you're gonna die tomorrow. So yeah, when he so eventually I got a hold of him. Literally, it was five something, and I was and I heard him on the phone. He was so drunk. I was like, you need to get your ass up here right now because we leave so soon. <laughs> and I was like, and I know if you don't sleep, you're gonna be a nightmare trouble yeah. the next day. He comes up. I'm actually awake at this point. He goes on the balcony. I go up. I'm like, get off the bed. Like, he's so drunk that I'm like, <laughs> get off the balcony. I lock the door. Oh, my God. He's he like didn't a child. Re- And the next day, like, he didn't even remember being on the, on the balcony. I'm like. No oh. shit. Yeah. He didn't seem that drunk when I left him in the casino. I think it just, honestly, at least what happened with me, it kind of just hits you. It does just hit <laughs> all you. All at one time. So, anyways, yeah. That that was so It was all funny. great. And then the last night, he just went out with a bang. And I was just. It was hilarious. I did, I'm sure people can relate to I gambled like every night. So my dad gave all of us a little bit of money in the beginning of the trip to gamble with and like made it like a contest or whatever. So technically it was a win-win for me because it wasn't my money, but I won like so much money the first two nights on roulette. I took like my amount of like tips I made in one night and was like, I'm putting it on red and I won. I was making so much money. And then the last four nights, I just didn't have it in me and I lost it. But that's the first time I've ever, like, really gambled. And that shit is so addicting and so much fun. I love playing blackjack. That was my shit. I didn't play blackjack, but I played mainly roulette, which is just, like, a It's honestly just so fun when you're with a bunch of people that you enjoy being with. And you get to, like, watch everyone be really excited. And there was, like, a bar. And there was a bar in the casino that, like, you could sit and, like, people watch at. And you would go, like... There were some nights where we were gambling the whole night, and then there was, like, one night where we literally, as a group, like, all of us just sat in Dragons in the bar in the casino. Yeah. And chilled at two tables. Like, and you, like There's nothing. You, you can't go so wrong fun. with what you decide to do. Yeah. You're right, Atlanta. So, yeah, it was great. It was really, really great. It was great. so much fun, and I would love to go back again. The only downfall to the trip for me, besides my physical well-being, was... That we had to get COVID tested oh, to come dude, back. Yeah. So this was like looming over everyone's head the whole trip, or at least mine. We had to get COVID tested three days before, within three days before we came home. And if anyone in our group tested positive, we all had to stay in quarantine. I still don't know if I believe that. And but they, yeah, I guess that was a rule. I mean, you guys probably could have left. We just had such a big group. It's like, how are you gonna? I, I don't know. know. Everyone traveled on different days. And we were all like, vaccinated, but like, I don't know. There's like you hear those crazy stories, whatever. I had so much to do when I got home. Like I had so many big responsibilities when I got home. So we had a whole wedding to film. I had a whole like, wedding to film, and like it's I was like, sorry, not gonna be here for your wedding. I was confident that we'd get home, but like my anxiety was yeah. telling me. No, my anxiety about that was actually high, and like also anytime, like this is the first time I've had to get COVID tested since I had COVID, and like. That shit sent me straight back to Dave's college parking lot when I tested positive and had a panic <laughs> attack. Like I did not want to do that again. And actually, this is the second time. I personally didn't it's have very that triggering much for anxiety around it. COVID but testing. Can I, can I tell a funny story of mom? Oh, God. <laughs> we got the test, Walter and I. Mm-hmm. She was so nervous. Came back negative two days later, of course. I mean, two hours later. Was, yeah. <laughs> two days later, two hours later. And my, or no, sorry. This was the day before we got tested. But my dad got tested first. He didn't tell anyone. He just, like, went and got tested. Yeah. And I knew. Like, I, I knew. Okay. I was like, this motherfucker is getting tested. No one else is. He's going to tell my mom it's positive. I, I know he's going to fuck with her. Like, yeah. if, if anyone knows our dad, he's a complete jokester. He, nothing. You you rarely know if he's telling the truth about anything. He really um, is telling the truth. Yeah, exactly. Anything. So she's, she's sitting 
we're sitting by the pool. I'm right next to her. And she's like, oh, my God, freaking out. Dad's saying he's positive. Because like, she Mom. knew how anxious I was. I'm like, Mom, you really believe that? So they're on the phone, and my dad, of course, has this whole elaborate story of like, well, I'm positive, but they're going to test me again tomorrow and see if it's still accurate that I'm positive, blah, blah, blah. She's literally shaking. And then, of course, he says, I'm just joking. And I'm like, no shit. I literally told you, like, you're so stupid for getting all worked up. But yeah, it it definitely created some anxiety for everyone for sure. throughout the whole time. Even if it was just a little bit. Like even for me, I'm like sitting there. I was being so like, nervous. Shit. <laughs> and like the act of getting tested is just so triggering for me, honestly. Yeah. I know that sounds dramatic, but like awful. Awful. I hope I never if that's not the co- last COVID test I ever but have you to know take, what? I'm gonna be pissed. Kudos to Bahamas for the, the fucking system they have. They have that a great no system. Joke. Yeah. If you're planning on going to the Bahamas, go. here's what you have to do. Literally go. One, because go. they have that shit covered. Right. You'll but be you, safe. You make need to make sure that you do all of your due diligence because you have to have a health visa. You have to go online and apply for it. You have to prove that you're vaccinated or get a negative COVID test forty eight hours before you leave. And you have to fill out this health visa pay for it get it printed out and show it at the airport or else you're not getting on the plane which honestly i'm fine with because guess what? no i'm I fine with it travel too, but there were three people, people in our I line know that, who are negative or vaccinated yeah. like there were three people in our line that didn't know that didn't yeah, get on the plane because they didn't know they had to do it so if you're planning on going to the bahamas <laughs> also do it's it like why are you traveling like how are you traveling internationally not thinking that anything is required or like how do you how are you all showing up with how do you get all the way to the gate at your flight without knowing that that was a thing nothing like what what, where are you? Yeah. Have you been living under a rock? Like we went to a restaurant year? called Greycliff, which was super nice, like super bougie. We've we've gone in the past. Um, but like they made us bring our vaccine cards or like our negative tests with us there. Which is fine. I respect it. No, I, I really, it did make me feel better when I like looked around and realized like everyone at it this resort. It makes you feel better when you have to get tested to go home. Right. Everyone <laughs> you know? at this resort is either tested negative before coming or vaccinated which makes you feel a lot better because you literally can't get into the bahamas like you can't get into the country without this health visa so it's it's very good i I did appreciate that this is what we're living in and this is real and right you want to be safe like this is what it's going to take so but yeah i was completely fine with that oh i I was fine with it i just no i know but i definitely respect like the system and i think it was a great way that they did it i do too but we had a fucking blast it was worth it so much fun and i want to go back tomorrow Okay. <laughs> Questions. <laughs> Wait, how much time do we have left? We're up to... We have 30 minutes right now. Okay, okay. So, this person asked something of for each of us separately. Mm-hmm. For me, it is... <laughs> I know this one. And I think it's hysterical. It is the, the three different. drunkest Sweet 16 stories. And for Gabby, it is... Believe it or not, I actually have some good season What helps you be more vulnerable? Like, if that isn't an explanation (laughs) of our personality types, I don't know what is. Do you want to go first? Uh, Sure. Want me to go first? So we can stop talking about my alcoholism for a second? (laughs) No. um, What helps you be more vulnerable? What helps? I think it is the fact that, like... No, just accepting the fact that it's uncomfortable. Interesting. Because being vulnerable is not... I'm bad at being vulnerable. There's... I don't want to say the only thing, but when you think of like pros and cons of being vulnerable is the result of doing so is like, okay, well, at least I put myself out. I, I mean, I guess I don't know what context she's at. This person's asking, but it's more of like being vulnerable is you're, you're nervous for rejection, right? Or you're nervous for what the consequence or the result of you being vulnerable is going to be, mm-hmm. but there's, like a, the there's a reason why you're doing so. Yeah. So I think accepting all of that and accepting that it's hard and that it's uncomfortable 
will kind of make it easier for you to just do it and yeah. like kind of sit with those emotions. Um, but yeah, no, I think I don't really have like specific tips on how to be how to be vulnerable. Like, what I would think you say of like like it, let's give it context, like okay. just out yeah, of my yeah, ass, yeah, right? Yeah. Like me, let me, me just give you some context, like off the top of my head. Okay. You want let's say you want to be vulnerable with a person whoever that may be, but mm-hmm. you're nervous to do so. How do you do it? How do you break through those nerves? Um, a person or a I job think, or... Okay, I think communicating... I know that I know that in, in That's itself the is the vulnerability, vulnerable, though. But I feel like if you're verbalizing that and you're coming to terms with it and you're accepting that and you're letting that other person know, mm-hmm. I feel like that already kind of sets you ahead. Yeah. In a way that's like, okay, I think about like being in an interview, right? If you're in an interview okay. and you're like so fucking nervous, yeah. I guess it's not like completely being vulnerable, but saying like, I'm really nervous right now for this interview, like just acknowledging and recognizing the feelings, mm-hmm. like being able to do that, I think already kind of puts you ahead. What a would you bit say to someone who, what would you say situation? to someone that's like, that's embarrassing. I don't want people to know that about me. Wait, what do you mean? Like, what would you say to someone that's like, you're telling someone, like, just be a little bit vulnerable. Like, don't be afraid to, like, express that. But it's like, well, no, that's embarrassing to say that I'm nervous or that, like, whatever. Like, how would you say, how would you explain to someone that, like, you shouldn't be embarrassed by it? Um, well, <laughs> I would want to explore more about why they feel embarrassed. <laughs> right. Got it. Okay. <laughs> you can't, there's really no, like, for someone who has those, like, underlying, or not underlying, but, like, a lot of deeper ish not issues but mm-hmm. a lot of deeper feelings on why they feel vulnerable that's what you would probably start to explore more before being able to put yourself out there in the first place or be able okay, to okay let me give you a personal example then okay if you want to if you want like context context i don't like when people see me upset like if i'm anxious and i'm on the verge of a panic attack i'm hiding in my room because i don't like people to see that why? I don't know. I don't know. Why? Um, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to get into it. Like, I, the only time but I've ever. what happens if you get into it? I don't know. Probably nothing. <laughs> I don't know either. That's what I'm asking. It's like. Never done it. Okay. Right. So you've never done it. So you're right. scared about something that. Like, you're scared of, like, uncertainty or not knowing or mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Like, the unknown. Right. Okay, fine. That makes sense. Because it's, like, you don't know what's going to come out of that. So, in result, you're nervous of what's going to happen. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. But... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm more thinking... This is why you don't... This is why you don't talk to somebody that's a family this member. This is why you're not your you... family member's therapist. Because <laughs> you're picturing me having a family No, a not even attack. that I'm really, like, even trying anything. But it's, like... Yeah, I'm starting to think of like why I'm starting to think of like certain situations where Julia's like hiding in her room, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, hmm, was she? <laughs> no. Um, nah, you would know. I don't hide no. it very well. Um, I I'm just thinking of like I had a panic attack the night before I tested positive for COVID because oh, I knew I was sick. Yeah, yeah. That's the only time I've ever in my life texted mom and been like, I need okay, you to come so in. Okay, so that here. actually helps too a little bit with contacts. Again, this is why context is so important because it's so much easier to answer these questions. But um. Is at, at, with COVID, like you were so, I mean, I would assume that you were so 
scared of like disappointing people. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like you didn't want to come to terms with the truth of the fact that you may have COVID and you right. may be ruining a lot of plans. Like, let's just be real. Right. So of yeah, course you were hiding in your room. And, and of course that, of course you didn't want to be around people because the truth is, is that a lot of shit was going to be not, ru- not ruined, but you know what I mean? Like not happening. Like Christmas wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of things that you felt so, so bad about. And for those, like those feelings of embarrassment, disappointment, just, feeling bad about the whole situation in general that's why you were probably in your room you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so i guess like circling back trying to like i also think vulnerable i also think with for me like if we're talking about like we're still talking about anxiety or worries or whatever like i think me not wanting to disappoint people with like being unhappy about something is a big I have that. T- I baseline. mean, I, f- I feel a lot of that, too. Personally. You know what I mean? Yeah, like to I say I'm unhappy somewhere or with something time. is like, yeah, I, I feel like I'm disappointing people. And that's why I don't yeah, necessarily I think, express I think it's fair that, to say that we're definitely people pleasers. Oh, my so God. It's like boundaries. Like it's a really hard for our family, at least for like me and my sister. Like I'm sure a lot of people in our family can say the same thing. But I want to focus back on the question that the person asked yeah. about like being vulnerable is that there's a lot of different like scenarios or there's a lot of context to like these situations that make a difference in you know tips or ways that you can be vulnerable but I really think like being able to recognize why you're nervous to be vulnerable and like yes. and really think about that and try to explore that a little bit because I think the more you do that mm-hmm. the more you can come to terms and accept a little bit of what you're feeling and then open yourself up I guess right. be vulnerable but like I also it think may not a lot be so hard when you realize like the underlying issues to it mm-hmm. I know that sounds kind of no like, I, I get that it sounds confusing sometimes I but think a lot about what you've said when I forget when you told me this or when we talked about it but like we talk a lot about like me and you personally catastrophizing because I do that a lot me too and you one time said I don't know if you were talking about like something you do with your clients or whatever but where you'll be like, if someone's anxious about something, you'll be like, okay, what's the worst possible scenario that can come of this? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so think about that happening. Can you survive it? Are you going to be okay? Yeah. And I feel like that's like another it's like thing of being vulnerable. It's like, okay, you're going to you're gonna express your feelings to this person or this place or whatever it is. And what's the worst reaction you can get? Yeah. What's the worst that could possibly yeah, you're, happen? Yeah, you're, you're literally processing all the emotions that are coming right. to your mind when you have the fears of being vulnerable. And you realize, most likely, I don't want to say 100% for everyone, but you realize that the worst thing that can happen isn't all that bad. Maybe it is, but even if that happens and if it is, there is probably a way that you'll get through it, right? right. So, like, it, and I'd, again, like, every situation is so different, but... A lot of the times what we have in our mind is worked up to be a lot more than it actually is in reality. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's a, a whole there's a ton of ways where you can kind of like just like, I don't know, build awareness to the ext- mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it, but like the extremes of your thoughts. Right. Like, you understanding know, is, like, it, understanding where things are coming from and like where where your thoughts are going and like if it's realistic or not exactly exactly being vulnerable a lot of people can find it embarrassing when it's like that's like something you just kind of got to get over that that's not good advice you know what i mean like i think being vulnerable can be embarrassing to a lot of people maybe i'm projecting but 
Maybe you are. I think I am. <laughs> no, but I think too is like <laughs> thinking more about why you feel embarrassed, yeah. right? Yeah. Or why when you when you think about being vulnerable and what it is that you're most scared about and nervous about, it's like why is that? And mm-hmm. I feel like it differs like depending on the situation, the age of the person, or whatnot. But it is not e- it's not easy being right. vulnerable because. No, it's not. Because you're putting yourself there's, out there. There's, yeah, it's uncertainty, and no one, and no one really enjoys. I mean, that. there's not a lot of people who can say, "Oh, uncertainty! Yay! I'm so excited! Right, I, right. I can't wait to!" I love the unknown. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, let's take a hard left into my three drunkest sweet sixteen stories. Um, I should have thought more about this before we sat down. Well, the one is a no-brainer. No-brainer. I think it was the first time I ever blacked out. It was this girl, sweet can sixteen. Can I grab my phone really quick? I mean, sure. Go ahead. I'm not going to keep talking while you're gone. She's coming out. She's getting her phone so she can ignore me. She's back. You okay? So it was senior year of high school. And I went to this girl that we cheered with. was a sophomore. She turned 16. I was so excited for this party. So excited. I bought this outfit that was just like so cute. I thought it looked so good. I was so excited. Part of the, can you turn off your ringer, please? <laughs> Sorry. Part of this got my phone <laughs> off the charger. I'm so popular. <laughs> Part of this outfit were these heels from Charlotte Russe. You listening? Oh, I'm listening. I remember Charlotte Russe. <laughs> that and was they were, my shit. They were for platform stilettos, Mary Jane style heels that were red. That was the color of her party. Bro, you think my drunk ass could walk in like four inch heels? <laughs> Stilettos? The trend right now is like the low heel and Julia's still falling. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, I've been good on my feet, but I'm thriving with the low chunky heels because I wore these heels, dude, it was so bad. And the person who asked this question knows exactly what story I'm about to tell because I was trying to take, <laughs> I fell so many times that night and then I was trying to take the stilettos off and I was crouched down, like, I wasn't sitting. I was just crouching, trying to unbuckle these shoes. And I literally was just sitting there, and my ankle rolled, and I fell onto my side. Like, it was <laughs> so bad. I have not been that drunk. And I wore red lipstick, and by the time I got home, it was just, like, all over my face. And, oh, my God, that was probably the first time I, like, ever blacked out. And then there was a Sweet 16 for one of my good friends and that party just like went ape shit crazy someone like punched the wall and like that one was nuts but another one that i was just like really drunk oh and then probably the third drunkest was like the first like party i ever went to in high school um you were at this one mm. and when you say sweet like when anyone says sweet 16 this is a party that i think of really Swear it was on the top floor of like this. I was telling Walter about this question because I thought it was hilarious that there are my question about vulnerability and yours about being so drunk on sweet sixteens, and he was laughing. We were both laughing, and I'm like, <laughs> "Do you remember sweet sixteens like that?" And he's like, "No, not really." Oh, I'm bro, like, they I were said this crazy one. I'm like, Come in on, high school. You definitely remember this one. So it was on like the top floor of this building downtown in uh, in our town, and it was literally like I was invited to this sweet sixteen, but it was like at a time where I wasn't old enough to go to parties yet. So I was so excited to go and drink and like be cool in high school. And again, I wear fucking four inch stiletto heels because that's the style back then. And I remember it being like 
the first time I ever wore like a bodycon dress and like <laughs> I was just like so excited to be drunk at a party. Obviously I fell. And I <laughs> obviously I fell in like passe position, which no one knows what that means. My legs fell in like the shape of a four. So I like sat down on my heel and the heel of my shoe sliced. I still have a scar from it on my thigh. Sliced my mm. thigh. It was Mm-mm-mm. bleeding. Like it was so bad. Me and my one friend that both went to the Sweet 16 as like children were hammered. And it was the first time any of us got drunk. First time I danced with a boy at a party. Like it was just that was that was something. And those were back in the days when I could drink like that and I still remembered everything. Man, I miss Sweet 16s. It was so because you're Much just like <laughs> you're fun. getting so intoxicated for a party there you know absolutely well you know people but like majority of the people you probably don't know well well it depends on when depends. in my life it yeah, was yeah i guess because now that i'm thinking back is like there's somewhere we knew most of the people and then there were somewhere it's like other schools where yeah it's like you're meeting there's people. also one so when i was a senior in high school the cheer team was all seniors and then like five sophomores so all of those girls turned 16 as well as like a lot of people in my classes, like younger siblings were turning 16. So like there were all these sweet 16s, my senior year of high school and everyone had all the seniors there. So we were going to all these sweet 16s and it was like all my friends oh, yeah. for these like 16 year olds. And there was one <laughs> the night before stack cheer competition. Cause stack got pushed twice my senior year for winter because of snow. You went? We went, it was the girl on the cheer team's party. Before the condo? Of course she knew. She didn't know oh, we were drunk, but she gosh. knew we went. And we got, because at that point, Stack had been. Were you guys all been, over for Stack? Yeah, Stack had been pushed <laughs> so many times, we didn't give a shit about it anymore, because we were just, like, <laughs> over it. Like, we just wanted it to be done. I'll never forget, we all went to this party. We got so drunk. We came home. Liza had to put, cur- we had to put curlers in our hair the night before. Like, drunk. <laughs> we put curlers in my hair as I'm hammered. And then Liza didn't put curlers in her hair. And the next morning, I had to wake up and curl her hair with a wand. Like, it was... <laughs> So savage of us. Oh, man. I miss it. I miss Sweet 16 so much. Your Sweet 16 was a trip. I was literally, too young to literally drink. Literally a trip, I felt. Yeah, you literally <laughs> slept. I was too young to drink at your Sweet 16, but... Do you uh, have any crazy Sweet 16 stories? No, I don't have any, like... I don't. I personally don't have any crazy Sweet 16 stories. It's just, like... The I hype. mean, all mine are just me getting drunk and falling. No, for me, it was like the hype of the Sweet 16 that we were oh going to. Oh, my God, You know what yeah. I mean? Like that. I don't have any like crazy drunk stories. It's more of like each Sweet 16, it was, you know, the hype of getting ready and who's going and what's everyone wearing. Mm-hmm. And like, I miss that. Like, I loved that part of it. Like you're so. sneaking your pregame and you're Yeah, like, how are we getting and... drinks? Like, how are we getting there? How are we getting home? Exactly. Exactly. So all <laughs> Whose that, house are we going to before? That was so fun. Oh. Uh, and of Sweet course we had, so I mean, fun. I use this in like quotation marks, like cool parents. Yeah. But like they, they were cool in the sense that they didn't care like where we were going. They were like, or we'd rather we know doing, what you're but doing they, than they not. They definitely needed to know like how we were getting there, how we were getting home. Right. Rather would pick us up rather than, you know, us take risks, like stupid risks. So it's like. They just wanted to know where was, we were rather fun. than us lying yeah, about we it. We were and still then able to trouble. have fun, but like kind of be honest right and like our friends slept at our house and like we pre-gamed at our house but that's off the record our parents didn't know no not at all never once liza asked how lucky are we she wanted to hear how lucky we are to have her liza yeah i said what do you want to hear about she said how lucky you are to have me 
Well, Liza, you want this moment of the pod just for you? <laughs> Light the candle, put on the music. <laughs> um, I don't know life without you, to be honest. <laughs> That's facts. That's facts. How lucky, I, you know, it's hard to tell how lucky I am to have you when I don't know what life is without you. You don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't want to know what it's like to have you gone, but I honestly don't know what it's like to have you gone. So That's so cute. I'm not going to answer this question because I'll throw up. But <laughs> no, I've known Liza. I Y K Y K. I've literally known Liza literally since I could ever remember. So yeah, whatever. I don't. You I don't cool even know whatever. You don't know cool whatever. <laughs> okay. Someone said how. I'm moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Someone said how to get out of a funk. How to get out of a funk? Funk. Funk. Like funky uh, town. Honestly, I've been finding myself. Myself in a lot of funks. Wait, I thought you were just saying, honestly, I've been fine. I was like, oh, no, 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 okay. no. I've been finding myself <laughs> Moving on. in a lot of funks. And agreed. My funks are like different. Like it's a work funk, maybe, or it's a funk of like not wanting it's to work specific out. specific to certain things yeah, in it's your specific life. Specific yeah. to certain things. And I definitely have to say that Walter. Walter helps me a lot with getting out of the funk. Like mm. he'll just kind of, he'll be really real with me, and that's kind of what I need because I'm. It's a great dramatic. answer, but what if you don't have a Walter? No, I know, I know. I'm saying with this kind of like facing reality though is like my funks personally are just me being a little bit dramatic. Okay, that's and fair. And me being a little bit more of like I don't want to say emotional, but kind of just like being dramatic. I guess right. is the best way I can put it. And he's so very actually, much one of our one of our mom's friends will talk about like when she gets like anxious, her husband will just be like. Stop. Exactly, exactly. And she's like, that's what I need, is someone to just be like, stop fucking around. And she's like, oh. We're yeah. like, I'm the type of person, if you yell at me when I make something, like, hey, Yeah, it's kind of like, let's look at the facts here. Right. Let's look at what we can control, what we cannot control. And do we like the feeling that we're in right now? No, so how can we change it? Like, that. that's the things that, that I feel like. Straight to the point. Yeah, straight to the point. That's, a, that's what I feel like. Not, yeah, I feel not, like I'm not saying he definitely, like, he, Walter, like, asked me all those questions, but with him in his mindset and then me trying to like get myself out of it that's what it is it's like what can you control out of this versus not right do you like the way this feels and if you don't then then what are you willing to do to, to get yourself out of this i feel like a lot of times when we're in a funk like it's a fine line between I gotta how let long myself, is the funk lasting that's i'm that's saying thing. it's a fine line between like i gotta let myself feel these feelings yes. and i am feeling sorry for myself and it's getting too far it's going too far right, right. there's you've got to be able there. to have a lot a, a point in where you step out you of know yourself what? I, and be like okay, also a what's balance going on here? i always i say balance a lot but i also wonder like is balance a, a realistic thing like or should we just ask for help when we need it and, re- and receive it when we're being offered it. Probably. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like everything is like balance, 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 which which I get, I, I do agree. Obviously, I preach balance a lot. But at the same time, it's like, or sometimes you can't balance just, it yeah, sometimes, by yourself. sometimes we just can't by ourselves. So it's like, you know, take the help when it's offered to you or um, mm-hmm. ask the help. I, I meant ask the help when you ask need it. Ask for help when you need it. Yeah, ask for help when you need it. And then take it when it's being offered to you right you know what i mean so yeah i don't know all those things keep in mind when you're in a funk yeah i think it's i think it's important to take a step back and be like well what's actually going on here how valid are my feelings how much am i just feeling sorry for myself also pay attention to what pay attention to making excuses for yourself too because i do that a lot yeah that's what i mean by like feeling sorry for yourself like you're in this funk and it sucks and like this and that but it's like okay but you know there's ways to change it let's not ignore those 
Also, pay attention to the things that make you happy. Try and do those things no matter how much you don't want to. Like, you're in a funk. You want to sit in bed. You don't want to do whatever. But yeah, like, kind of like what I said before, like too. Like, force is... yourself to, to do the things that you yeah, like to do. if you don't do, like even the feeling you that feel you're like feeling, then, then what, do you, like, right. what do you need to do to get out of it? Right. And be real It's with easy yourself. when you're in exactly. that place to be like, I don't want to do anything because I'm not in a good mood and I'm just going to lay in my bed. So much easier. That's not going to make you feel better. It might be hard to get up and go do whatever you want to do, but, like, then eventually like kind of taking this personal because <laughs> <laughs> i'm like wait i'm kind of taking this whole thing personal because i feel like this has been me for the last you know what i mean though month. it's like okay you're in a funk about working <laughs> but out yeah, no it's true it's true i've i've been i've been in the same position where like i'm making excuses for myself i'm kind of like soaking up my emotions of just feeling like, like shitty oh, and, and you're like oh uh-huh. yeah exactly oh, exactly I'm such a bad that's place. why i really love walter because he's like knock that shit out yeah yeah he's like just just and let let me not be mistaken like some people like have serious issues and have like a really hard time getting out of like that place those people wouldn't call this a funk though also true so you're right yeah i don't know when it's like when it comes to just like having a couple like off days you're trying to pull yourself out of it do things you enjoy don't let yourself kind of like sit and sulk um any longer than you need to pay attention to what's triggering it pay attention to what you can do to change it proud of you good job you can always change your mindset just gotta figure out how okay i this is what i get for having a podcast with a therapist i'm getting good at this might be coming for your jab again this is not a fucking therapist podcast so no i know but <laughs> me swearing <laughs> i'm starting to sound like one um this podcast is in no way related to any of no, our work life no way <laughs> this is actually my self-care so okay the next one. The and I think opposite. the last one. Yes. This is the final one. Is the final setting. <laughs> I don't know the last word. <laughs> the, final, the last word is countdown, but you're thinking of the morning toast story. Oh. Yeah. Got it. Setting boundaries. I literally cannot say no to any work thing that pops up. Same. Oh, my God. Oh, my mom's gosh. Yelling. My mom's here. Oh my, gosh. oh my god, my mom just pulled in the driveway and she's screaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I hope you can hear it. Who's dropping her off? Anyway. Anyway, boundaries. Advice yes. on setting boundaries. Cannot say Personally. no to any work thing that pops up. I struggle with this too. Work thing? Yeah. She said work? Work. Okay. Yeah, I 100% struggle with this. Um, Sorry if you can hear my parents in the background. But... I think I'm getting better and I get, I, I wish I had tips like, sir, well, I, you know, I do have tips, but I'm just trying to think of examples that would be worthy of sharing. Um, do you have anything first before I go? Um, I was thinking of my issues with setting boundaries and like, because I have so many different jobs. Yeah. I forget like, for me, my issue with setting boundaries comes from the fact that I have, like, four different people to answer to, but I'm the only person they're asking. So, for instance, this one person comes to me for every task they need, but I'm answering four of that. Got it. Right? So, sometimes it's yeah. hard for me to be like, no, I actually don't have time for that right this second. I'm just like, okay, yes, I'll get that done as soon as possible. I'll get that done as soon as possible. When in reality, like, I don't have the time for that. And I, I 
I agree to doing too much than I like actually have the capability to do because I can't like I separate them too much you know what I mean yeah does that make sense yeah it makes sense I'm just trying to think of like I'm listening to your Mm -hmm. examples and trying to think of how mine can I think a big thing with setting boundaries right now I don't know if this person works from home still or not yeah like if you work from home like you have to remember that you're still working a nine to five I know that like one of my friends like worked actually a few of my friends that like work nine to fives and then work from home like during quarantine we're working until like eight nine o'clock and it's like you would never in a million years have done this if you were in an office because you go home yeah I think like um, you need to make a point to like separate your work separate your your work from your life yeah Yeah. that's a huge boundary I think I have so many examples for this because I feel like when you work in like the human services field or if Mm -hmm. you work with like children or families yeah like people then it it, it's it's very very hard to set boundaries because you form relationships with the people who you work who you serve or whatever it is like in human services where it can be really really hard Mm mm-hmm but actually very, very important and, like, necessary for the job that you're doing and the people that you're helping. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're didn't, if you if you a professional, you don't have boundaries, then you're actually hurting the people that you're working, that you're serving, right? Or you're, right. you're actually hurting the relationship well, in the long the run in a way. So, in my situation, you can look at it as if you don't set the boundaries of I can't get this done for you in time, exactly. you're fucking yeah, yeah. them up because then right. they don't have what they need. Yes. I think it's just when you do, like, any, I'm thinking more of a human service mindset because that's what I'm in. Right. It's no, more I'm of a personal just, It's more I'm, of a personal. I'm applying feeling. that to myself. No, I know. Yeah. And, and that's valid, too. It's just like more of, this is more of, like, a personal feeling feeling right mm-hmm. this is more of like the the emotions are more like up front whereas right. like yours is like more of a business aspect yeah. or a business factor so it's like it, it is a little different but it's the same at the same time right. um but i think for me i work on this all the time like every day i feel like this shit comes up for me and i think the main things i think about is how is this like impacting my relationship with whoever it is in the long run and even though it could be hard in the moment, it's usually setting the boundary is going to benefit long term. Yeah. So that is one. I think the second thing is like sustaining your self-care and like your own um, personal life or your like just having more of a healthy mindset for yourself outside of work. Being able to put boundaries in place when you're at work. I'm assuming this is more work related, right? Yeah, they said they can't say no to any work thing. Okay, work thing, yeah. So I think being at work and being able to establish establish boundaries there actually makes it so your personal life is a lot more stress-free. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what I found. Um, I've actually not had... I haven't had too, too much of a problem separating my work life and my personal life compared to, like, some other stories I've heard. Mm -hmm. I think that's because, like, we have a really, really great like family life and I feel like I'm super privileged in that aspect so that makes it a lot easier for me but I mean actually lately I've been having a lot of dreams about my work I'm <laughs> 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 like here I am being like yeah I don't have a problem like me not being able to sleep at night but no yeah. um I think yeah the more boundaries you have at work in a healthy way the better your personal life and your self-care yes. will go yes so that thinking about it's yourself you know like kind of being selfish and rightfully so Will, you I know, also will think help it, you it, it's beneficial to remember that, like, 
you work with other humans. Like, mm-hmm. you know what mm. I mean? Like, you're so afraid of your Dude, boss. Dude, that's to such be a like, good point. You're so afraid to tell your boss no, right? Like, that, you forget someone, that like you're working like, with humans, you're not robots. A person that like, I, is Julia, also that is such a setting their own boundaries. I literally tell myself this all the time. It's like, not that, not that I'm like. I don't feel like I'm walking on eggshells, and I and I made this like a very big point when like when like going job finding or whatever mm-hmm. it was. I said I want to be in a place if I'm going there every freaking day of the week that I feel like very comfortable, and I do, I really really do. But at the same time, you want to maintain this like professionalism, and right. you want to you know like come off as like competent in, like what you're doing, and you are obviously if you got hired, but at the same time. You do forget that, like you know, your boss, with your another whoever this is, like, <laughs> human. Like, so, yeah, that's, such, I don't know, like, such, such like a good people point. People are so afraid to say and it, no it does to make, their higher-ups because or Or the people up. that they're working with. Right. It makes it easy, like, when you realize these people are human, too. Like, they probably. And you can be real with them. They probably have the same that boundaries be easier for themselves. And, like, setting they, boundaries. If they were asked to do all these different things that they felt like they couldn't do, they probably would want to say no, too. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? And then maybe it becomes a conversation of, like, you don't have enough people to delegate this shit to. Like, maybe we need to bring some people on. Like, right. there, there's you know more to mean? it. There literally is always more to it. Right. When if, if you're having a hard time setting boundaries, it more it most likely is not your fault. Right. It is most likely like a system. Mm-hmm. Like a system. And like you never thing. know. Maybe there's someone that like doesn't have any work. And yeah. That's bored, and they need yeah. more shit delegated to them. Like, really, like you said, bringing up these boundaries and setting them for yourself is only going to benefit you in the long run. And like. Mm-hmm. try not to be afraid to do it because again you're working with other people like they're, I could I could honestly people. teach a class on this shit I'm still <laughs> learning it that's the thing is like I feel like <laughs> I am still learning it but I'm very passionate about this I feel stuff like your boundaries are different though in a like well there's pretty, boundaries in so many different like but, aspects but I think you when know? you think of setting boundaries boundaries it's pretty majorly different than like a work yeah, like yeah, an yeah. office place boundary because like your boundaries I have like, like client I confidentiality yeah like that I have stuff. client yes. confidentiality you have like I can't, like, form a relationship with this child. Like, I can't, like, want to bring this kid home with me. Like, right. those are very no, intense no. boundaries yes. to set. Yes. Versus, like... Those are a little bit easier, sorry, actually. Sorry, I have a lot of work on my plate, you know? No, you're right. Th- those ones that you're talking about are, like, actually a little bit easier for me because, it's for me, it's, like, more of, like, a... I know it's not always black and white. Like, I know that right. I am human and there are feelings and emotions mm-hmm. and there's a lot, you know, whatever. But... It's just kind of like it is what it is, and like this is what's ethical, like whatever. It's like easier for me to set those boundaries rather, rather like the ones at at your work with your coworkers yes. or that type of stuff. That's a little bit harder because, in a way, like you form friendships with mm-hmm. your coworkers or and also like don't be afraid to like quote unquote look bad because at the end of the day, like you're putting you're yourself probably, first. So you're putting yourself first. You're probably just being a little hard on yourself, and like you're probably putting more pressure on yourself than anyone in your office is. Like I know someone that was like so afraid to speak up about like how much work they had and like there was so much going on and then when they finally said something to one of their supervisors it was like oh yeah like you're not supposed to be doing all that or like you're whatever you know like like I said when you actually do address it and it comes down to it it's probably like an issue within the system everyone feels this way everyone has felt this way at some moment in time 100 percent. everyone like you're you're literally not alone and and yeah it's like this is this is very normal yeah but you just have to like you have to start doing it you know you got to get over that hump and do it and then you'll see the benefits of it yeah no one's gonna know that you need the boundaries unless you tell them you don't work with mind readers you you work with humors or when (laughs) when you quit you You work with humans not mind readers um that's everything that we've got my dude that was a really long episode i feel like i i feel like we kind of chatted but it's fine that's not a bad thing no no it's not it's just like 
Our episodes aren't normally that long. This is only an hour. Oh, okay. You know what? Sometimes I like I'm just comparing myself really to the episodes I listen to with doing for that. other people. And I'm like, huh, I get like lost in their stories. Like I'm driving and then they're talking about one thing here and then another thing. I'm like, oh wait, what did they just say? Like what was right, the whole story? Your, your mind Cause kind I, of yeah, my mind's wandering. Yeah. So whatever. We're just, we're just here to give you uh to send you off on your weekend on a good note. And we, we were gone for two weeks, so we had a lot to catch you up on. Let us know some ideas for topics you want to hear about. Um, say that every time. Yeah, you know what? Maybe ideas. let's make so, a list. So what the fuck? We're going to make a list. Me and you? Yes. Okay. We're going to have topics for the next three episodes. Okay. I like that idea. Um. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed. Follow us on Instagram at Dear Sisters Pod. Cast pod, dear sisters pod. I don't know. Um, please leave a rating and review. I say that every time too, and I was looking at them yesterday, and they're all old from the previous podcast. So if you would be so kind to leave us a review, just and do a it, please. Come on. <laughs> I guess I'll do it myself. Um, I guess I'll, I'll leave my own. I guess I'll just make it hundred <laughs> fake accounts and do it myself. <laughs> come on, it takes like two minutes, you guys. Like, come on, just tell us what you think. Tell us how you like it. Um, but no, seriously, thank Unless you so it's much bad. for listening. If you're, if you're thinking of leaving a bad review, just like don't do it at all. Yeah, if it's like less than five stars, just don't do go it. the other way. <laughs> um, exit out of that app. Quick! Anyway, thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you next week. I love you, Gabby Doesn't. Goodbye.